0: So November is our last one of the year because I'm not doing another December show.
1: What's your what is it the last show? What are you
0: doing? <sighs> We're doing the Sea Witch Market, which is in um, sponsored by River City Witches. It's in oh. Richmond. Um, we've done that quite a few times. Not the Sea Witch, they do like a different one for every like someone's this Sunday. Yeah. Um, and then we'll do one um, which is Sea Witch, which is an interesting time frame. I don't know why they did it. Well, you said it and it made me think
1: of do you know November? about the Sea Witch Festival up in Rehoboth? no they do like this huge like street festival and it's like the sea witch festival and it's like oh we would like we would kill
0: that sounds amazing they do
1: like a huge like halloween parade it's like the whole town like
0: they do it around this time of year yeah i wonder what i wonder what that is like about the time frame because to me it's the wrong time frame well
1: that it makes sense there because it's the beach it's always the beach and it's Halloween, but you know what I mean? So it's like, like a witch at the beach, yeah, so yeah, yeah. This year. Oh, there, so, it makes sense, yeah. That's why I, when you said it, I was like, You're going to Rehoboth, and <laughs>
0: I mean, then when you
1: said Richmond, I was like, What's fucking sea is there in Richmond?
0: There is not one, I don't <laughs> think, <laughs> but the sea of disease, yeah. So that's the last one, um, for us for the year because just because we just came off of one, the one that you and I just did, yeah, um, which was great.
1: Solid Market, yeah, I had a, I had a blast,
0: yeah. That one was in Winchester, um, at Moonface, shout out is, Moonface, yeah, Moonface is. I would do, you know what I was so impressed with at that market was the invitation to come to the Yule market for yeah. vendors. That's a big deal to yeah. me. Like, that's nice. No,
1: they do a lot. When um, they invited me to be on the committee for the Witch's Ball yeah. for New Year's, yeah. handwritten invitation in the mail. I love that. So cool. They put
0: a lot of time and effort into. it. It sent me
1: reeling because I was like, who the fuck is mailing me?
0: <laughs> you were freaking out. I don't get mail who has my
1: actress? Literally, it came in this, like, really cool envelope with, like, a big moon on it.
0: That's adorable. Yeah. But that's the type of stuff that I'm talking about. Like, little touches, like, your markets that you guys do, the media that comes with that, Mm. for people, those are really good. Like, that's a lot of time and attention put into something. Yeah.
1: For those listening, I organize my own, like, vendor events for vendors to come and set up and people to shop. And that's my biggest thing from when I do other people's markets Mm -hmm. is, like, I just don't like when I'm not given at those very least, I'm not saying you have to work up a graphic or something, but at least give me, like, a landing page that I can screenshot and share to people. Like...
0: I mean, you're basically bringing in all these vendors to do the marketing for you. There's, like, 40 people So, sometimes. why would you
1: not provide them with the material? Because like, that's
0: a base that you're never going to reach. The, it does it makes the no work. Sense. It does the work
1: for you if you can, like, provide. That's why I, oh, I will never announce a market yeah. without a flyer in hand. Yeah. Because I don't want people to start, like, I want people to be able to share yep. it. Like, I'm not just going to announce a date.
0: Well, and it's hard. Like, next year, we're going to be super intentional with the markets that we're doing. Me too. Because... If it's not with the right group, mm-hmm. I just no longer trust it and I cannot waste hours of time anymore. Mine's
1: that from a business standpoint and it's also just seeing the effort that I'm putting in onto my...
0: Yeah. So if
1: I don't feel like an organizer is putting in that same level of effort, why am I going to go out of my way to go to it?
0: Yeah. um, Kyle and I are going to try and get into Bigfoot Con
1: yes next year Virgi- shout out Virginia Bigfoot Con if you're listening I'm gonna send you this episode <laughs>
0: yeah like we would really like to do that one or like other cons
1: uh, UFO uh, Whitville Love
0: Virginia it.
1: UFO Fest yeah. I think they this will be their third year they just had their second year yep I really wanna do that one
0: Oddities and Curiosities I think would be another mm-hmm. one too the
1: Mothman Festival yeah I wanna go do the Mothman Festival oh, see
0: and then I was just saying I would only do one a quarter and then you and I just aimed off like six of them <laughs>
1: <laughs> but these are ones that we'd have to travel to, so yeah. that would actually work because it would t- take some doing. Yeah, and uh, mine's just also like with just all of like the I just don't have the time to be doing all these markets well, anymore. Yeah. And it's money.
0: I don't think people understand how money. much money goes into it's, a market. It's yeah. a lot.
1: It it costs me money to to get there.
0: Cost you money to get there. Cost you money for the table. Mm-hmm. It costs like you as the person who does the setup. It costs that person the fronting of the venue money mm-hmm. you pay for, sometimes for garbage mm-hmm. removal. You pay for all kinds of stuff. I will
1: also say this, as a lone wolf, this past, like, couple months, doing markets by myself yeah. has been really taking a toll on my body. It's a lot. Like, it hits me really hard, that, like, the, the couple days after, where I'm just, like, yeah. wrecked.
0: And around here, they typically are always on Sundays, which I know for me and my husband mm-hmm. is a lot. Because you gotta work by the time day. we get home, yeah, they're, like two Hours away sometimes yep. by the time we get home, it's we gotta. He and I wake up before 4 a.m. to mm-hmm. get to work. It's I like, was
1: thinking about you after the sawwind market because I was like, she's just gotta roll, she's gotta go home and roll right into bed. <laughs> we like, we just
0: shove everything in the garage and we go home. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, what's your biggest pet peeve at a market? Um,
1: when, when so, so I sell crystals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when someone, I've I've had this happen actually quite a few times where someone will come up to me and then question a price Mm. and on the, in the exact same like conversation or sometimes even in the the exact same sentence, they will say that they don't know anything about crystals. Oh, I don't know anything about this.
0: Why does it cost $20? So how would you know a good price? Right. But why even ask? It's so weird to me. That's cringy to me.
1: It just baffles me. Like, and I've had people like, oh, why is this? And then that's the end of the conversation. Mm-hmm. But to then like double down on it and saying that you don't have a knowledge base to even know a good price and it slapped <laughs> you in the face. Yeah. Like it's a really, it's kind of insulting. Yeah. 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 What's your biggest pet you at had market?
0: Um, people not understanding what it is and then not like not taking the time to ask. They'll verbalize. So like we were talking about in a previous episode, I just mentioned, like we had our transit tables out, which as much as you can be religious, you can't deny, you can't deny that planets exist. You can't, and you can't (laughs) say that stars don't exist in constellation patterns, it's science. Right. Um, And a lot of people will be like, oh my God, a Ouija board. And it's like, you don't even know what you're saying. Yeah, Like that to me, just pet peeves me a little bit just because say you were with somebody who also didn't know, like.
1: They now You're, think that that's a Ouija Yeah, isn't yeah. It is, Or,
0: like, it's that it's demonic and it's, yeah. like, I make candles. Like, oh. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, stuff like that. Or, um, oh, I can make that. Cool. Me too. That's why don't I'm don't make it. <laughs> and yeah. I don't mind that people are creative, like, at all. I would love, but a lot of people, especially in the candle place, you know, um... A lot of people will be like, well, what do you use? Well, where do you get your wicks from? Where do you get your fragrance oils from? Where do you get your jars from? And I'm like...
1: So you can make the exact same candle?
0: And I don't even mind, like, if you asked me because you, you wanted to actually carry your own candles and I knew that you wanted to do yeah. it intentionally, I would never mind sharing not what I'm you. doing. Yeah. But I did so much research and testing into that that I would never just... I would help somebody being like, soy wax is what I use. Here's mm-hmm. my temperature. But I'm not going to
1: send you the link to purchase what I use. Yeah, and... or
0: if I if if you really wanted to start a business and, like, you were looking for somebody to just, like, bounce things off of, I would gladly help you. But on mm-hmm. a market, I don't think it's the right place for that.
1: Oh, no. Absolutely So not.
0: that is different. Now, like, um, Angry Buddha, um, we're burning her candle right now. And I'm also burning um, Kim's candle from Weird Holistic And you had incense going earlier. Yeah. So. So, but shout out, shout out to two, so other small businesses and I can link, but you know, Kim and I bounce ideas off of each other all the time. I complimented um, Mercedes on her stuff too, and she she like freely told me something, and I was like, she didn't even have to do that. Yeah. But it's like a trust that you develop with people, yeah, because you obviously. You want, I mean,
1: it's like a community. You want yes. you want your fellow candle people to do that. Like I don't. Whenever I go to a, like, like
0: crystals, I would never come up to you and be like, "Where'd you get these?"
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's so and weird. It's
0: the same principle
1: of like I don't roll into a market and be like, "Oh my god, there's another crystal person here. I need to leave," or "I'm not going to do That's so well." Another like, good one. No.
0: I'm not like that. Old. Mercedes and I, I would root for Mercedes. I would support Mercedes. Yeah. Like, I would never care. We mm-hmm. make the same things in her Same. That's what I do. Like,
1: if I'm at a market with another crystal person and someone Who comes up cares? interested in crystals, guess what the first thing I'm doing? Hey, did you know there's another crystal booth yeah. over there that you should go check out if you're interested in them? Like, yep. Yeah, we all got to have each other's backs in the small business world. Yes. I wanted to say also when because you, you had said something about like when somebody like asks you a question how something works,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's another big pet, pet peeve P for me when somebody asks how something works and then they're immediately like you can tell they're not listening.
0: Especially in the mall space. It
1: drives me nuts. Yeah, cuz it does require a little bit of like an explanation mm-hmm. and I can tell it going in one ear and out the other and I'm like why did you even bother asking the question then? <laughs> did you want to know?
0: Do you do like pamphlets or anything?
1: I've been, it's something I've been, like, wanting to work uh, on since, yeah. like, the beginning of the business. Because
0: malas are a serious thing.
1: Oh, yeah. And that's, ne- like... And because I could do, like, a little, like, how-to guide, like, philosophy of a mala, how to or use how it. Or how to
0: make it. Like, mm-hmm. what you do mm-hmm. is a lot.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, It's something I really need to work on. Um, Shout out Fleetwood Vintage, now that mm. I'm moving into her storefront. Love her. Um, I'm going to have, like, stuff actually, like, sitting out, like at any given time, so I do need to have, like, Mala, like, info, because... Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to leave that up to her to yeah. sit there and explain that, that. No.
0: She just supports you, not the... Yeah. And it. it
1: also needs to have my info on it, so if people... Of course. Will, you know.
0: I love that verse. little
1: pop-up shop. I'm yeah. excited.
0: We'll link everybody below. So yeah, it'll be in the notes. Visit, but yeah. Um, what are you
1: talking about today?
0: I am going to talk about another voodoo killer. Another? I know we say another, but this one isn't, like... Doll related, it's religion related, kind Ooh, of okay. Kind of like what you learn about her is definitely more.
1: She's just doing voodoo,
0: kind of. Yeah, Work. she's she's detailed, she's she's a detailed killer. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, this one is the scene is set in Macon, Georgia, in 1958. Georgia. There lived a restaurateur, her name is Ann Lyles. Megan is described as a sleepy ghost town type, and Jet was the only daughter of the Donovan family. Okay. Um, they were a very well thought of family, and Jet became a wife to a veteran named Ben Lyles in 1947, which was, they just got a house right after that, and then they had a baby right after that. Her name is Marsha. Just cranking it out. Basically. Um, Ben's mother also lived with them, and she owned a restaurant called Lyles. Okay. Ben owned the restaurant, but his mother, Julia, who lived with them, um, she was, like, basically the manager.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Everybody in town really loved that place. There was tons of downtown workers who would visit it for lunch, like, on the daily. It was,
1: like, the spot.
0: Yep. Um, Ben, unfortunately, suffered from alcoholism. Mm. Um, When his mother became sick and he needed surgery, or she needed surgery, he took over full time, but he nearly ran it into the ground.
1: Oh, so he wasn't good.
0: Well, he was an alcoholic, so... Oh, duh. Yeah, so Andrew had to begin working for Ben, um, because he was seemingly unfit at the time. She actually took her baby to work with her. You gotta and do what you gotta do. ran the restaurant while he was home drinking... But she Damn. she did fall in love with the business part of it, which was good. So it wasn't like okay. hard it wasn't bad for her because she actually really liked it. So she
1: did she got some enjoyment out of it. Yep.
0: So time passes, and then in May of nineteen fifty one, they have a second daughter named Carla. Okay. Ben was still suffering from his addiction. Ugh. And then after a car crash, Ugh. he actually sold the business for twenty five hundred dollars. What was that back then? I mean, this is only in the fifties.
1: Oh. So not a lot of money. No. Damn.
0: And Jet was like seemingly livid. I bet. Because it's her new calling, right? Like she finally found where she wanted to be.
1: And he probably just sold it for booze money.
0: Exactly. And then they had no money coming in. Yeah. So she clearly became pretty vengeful of her husband very quickly. Oh. So that led her to turn to arsenic. As her secret solution?
1: That's a pretty okay. We go from zero to hundred real quick.
0: Yeah, <laughs> wait. This is this lady's gonna blow your mind. I've said it before, and I'll
1: <laughs> say it again. Women that want to kill their husbands will find any reason.
0: Wives with knives. <laughs> <laughs> um, she used ant poison to begin dosing Ben with arsenic. Okay. Uh, he began getting bloody noses, and he was admitted to the hospital in 1952, where all of his extremities became swollen. So. Just keep in mind, like, he's still an alcoholic at the time, and then you're mixing poison on top of this. So he's just,
1: like, retaining His veins
0: and lymphatic systems were basically shutting down. Um, His renal system stopped working completely. He just wasn't purging anything. Yep. Uh... And two days after being admitted, he basically succumbed to his condition. Doctors said that he died horribly. Like, he was in terrible pain, terrible suffering. Can I make a
1: really bad joke?
0: Um, sure. Did you ever see
1: that Spongebob episode where he gets the suds?
0: Yes. <laughs> and they just keep coming out. Like, and God. Patrick just
1: puts the corks in him and he swells up. Was it like that? Barely. He just swelled
0: up. That's terrible. <laughs> um, but nobody suspected murder. Well, yeah, why would you? Right. So they only assumed that his alcoholism had called all of it had caused all of it. Yeah. Angjet moved back in with her parents with her two children because she still had them and then Ben's mother, Julia, would still visit them. Okay. Three years passed, and she saved enough money to buy back Lyle's. The restaurant, she wanted it. Yep. Um, She then renamed it Ann Good for her. Yep. Ann restaurant was extremely popular. A lot of people knew her. They liked her really big personality. They're like,
1: oh, yeah, she's back.
0: Yep. They liked her big personality. There was a major airport that wasn't too far away, and a lot of pilots would come in on their lunch breaks or in between trips and visit. She really was that bitch. Ann found her new husband named (gasps) Buddy. A pilot? Yep. Ah. But he was 26 years old. His real name was Joe uh, and he fell head over heels for Angela Until
1: he woke up dead. Well.
0: Well, Am nice. I right? They dated for a few months and then he became they became husband and wife in 1955. Okay. 4 months after being married, Buddy went into routine surgery for wrist injury mm-hmm. and then he would wind up to a similar demise as Ben. Mm. You see the husband um comes with a life insurance policy and and Jet really wanted it. November 3rd when Buddy had his surgery, he was visited by his wife for an overnight stay. Um, and was brought the ant poison into the hospital to administer. He woke up with a massive rash all over his body. And then the body was trying to release his toxins, Mm -hmm. obviously, but he had actually asked his nurse to strap his hands to the bed so he wouldn't itch his skin off. Yeah, he recovered after a 10-day stay in the hospital. However, Anjette was definitely not going to let She's him like, leave. like, that's
1: not how that was supposed to work.
0: Nope, she wasn't going to let him live, and she continued to dose him when he came home to recover. Ugh. His doctors couldn't figure out at all what was happening, and after a month of dosing, he died. A month? A month. So two-time widow Anjette continued her life once again. As you can imagine, she had a lot of help surrounding her because nobody knew what was happening and everybody just saw. I was just like, oh, this poor lady. Yeah. And then Anjette found her next victim. Oh, no. Grandma Julia. Grandma? Yep. Ben's mother. Ben's mom. She became very ill with similar symptoms and Anjette looked like a saint, however, because she was basically taking care of all of these sick people around her and nobody knew why. Was Veruca the one that blew up? Everyone's like, why is everybody (laughs) assaulting around this bitch? Like, why is everybody just blowing up? (laughs) But, I mean, I guess in the 50s, people didn't think that hard. I don't know.
1: I would think by the third one, I'd be like,
0: um... (laughs) Just wait. So, restaurant workers caught on to something strange. Okay, about time. Because somebody witnessed Anjette making a buttercream for something to take to Julia. And they saw her put something in, which basically was laced with arsenic, but nobody knew. But they just thought, huh.
1: That's not a buttercream ingredient. Somebody
0: just thought, that's kind of weird. I wonder what that was. But nobody really said anything. Yeah. Um, Because they didn't know what they saw. Yeah. So Julia passed away shortly after.
1: And everyone's like, okay, no, what did she put in the (laughs) buttercream?
0: Yeah. But you have to think about the times back then, too, right? This is still during civil rights movements.
1: Well, I was going to say, is that why she, like, enjoyed the business side of it so much? Because this is when women couldn't even, like, have credit cards. So she's uh, like, I'm yeah. a woman getting to do things. True,
0: but the people that are working there actually need the jobs, and they're not white most of the time. So they don't want to say things to right. rumble.
1: Well, you don't want to call out your... Back then, you don't want to call out your boss in anyway, because you can't mess yeah. up your income. Yeah. And then if you there's a if your boss is a white lady...
0: Exactly. Yeah. So they actually talk about that later, but... Um, Julie, Julia did pass away Um, (sighs) just when you think it's done.
1: (laughs) So basically what you're saying is more people could have been seeing stuff going on and just not been saying anything.
0: Yeah. Because they were too afraid. Yeah. Yeah. More people of color. So we don't know how, we don't know
1: how like actually sneaky she was being.
0: (laughs) Yep. So she was not done on her killing streak. Marsha was nine years old at the time. Her the daughter? Yep, her oldest daughter, and suddenly also became sick. No! Now, there were reports saying that Anjette actually really disliked her firstborn daughter because she looked so much like her father.
1: Oh my god.
0: She was abusive to her and then decided, hey, I'm going to poison her as well.
1: What, sins of the father? We're just going to kill this baby?
0: Yeah, because uh. he sold the restaurant and he ended up, she ended up looking much like him. Yeah. She was very vengeful.
1: And she didn't, yeah, we can't have that.
0: Yep, so she was in the... She got put in the hospital. Um, She went to the hospital, same as all the others, with a fever and basically the same other symptoms, and just would supply all the food for her while she was in the hospital. And that really started to make the restaurant workers really curious about what was going on. Yeah, Marsha never had any mental issues, and, um... Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, and it affected her brain function so badly that she was saying that bugs were crawling on her, and she was hallucinating. Staff finally said that um, we have to report something. They finally all came together. The housekeeper and the cook um, had seen what they call tarot ant killer at the house and at the restaurant. Um, And however, given, you know, the times and people of color, they had never felt comfortable before, but they finally decided like, we We have have to to do something something at this point. So anonymous letters became um, circulating to the family out of town saying, somebody please needs to come quick. Marcia needs help. So, family did alert authorities. I would have
1: said something to the hospital. Like, start no, feeding this kid her, the food from the hospital. I
0: think they wanted to send it out of town so it would come back. Like, where, like if you go to a post office, it gets stamped. Um, yeah. So, they didn't want to speculate, like, where it was coming from. Gotcha. Yeah. So, they decided to alert family because if... And Jed found out do that, to the
1: hospital, yeah, okay, yeah,
0: okay, okay, and Jet okay. would find out that her family reported something, yeah, so the family did alert authorities, and um it was a little too late, though, because she died. Marsha died just shy of her tenth birthday. Oh, she wasn't even 10. Yeah. And that's
1: sad because it sounds like it was, like, messing with her, like, it didn't, like, her body it, didn't just shut down. It deteriorated her body. Yeah. Bond. So uh.
0: doctors, thankfully, had begun to catch on to the possibility of poisoning. They performed an autopsy. Probably because she just
1: kept getting worse in the hospital, right?
0: I guess. Yeah. Um, the autopsy where tissue samples came back that were positive for arsenic. Yeah. So a search warrant was performed for the home of NJET where they found the ant poison. They just ant
1: killer everywhere
0: they also found voodoo paraphernalia. Oh, that's right. We have to tie it back to the podcast somehow. I'm just like hung up on her killing her whole family. They found lots of spell bottles, lots of candles, (sighs) lots of dolls, amongst other things. Um, Which obviously the town set on fire because they found out that their favorite restaurateur was a witch. Was a witch.
1: So they burned her house down? No. Oh, you just mean it like it just set the town
0: on fire? Like, like the news of
1: them. gotcha. Yeah, gotcha.
0: that would have been nice. Though. I'm
1: stuck on goosebumps.
0: <laughs> and it was
1: like they went and burned her house.
0: Yeah, um, and was arrested for the rest on all four. Well, I would
1: hope that they wouldn't just turn a blind,
0: <laughs> but get this. This oh, is gonna no, they couldn't your... get her on anything. Worse, what. Are you ready for this?
1: They're like, they, somebody didn't read her her Miranda rights.
0: After investigating actually and Jet's life, they revealed that she also murdered her father, stepfather, mother, and sister. She murdered her mom and dad and her sister? And her stepfather. And her daughter. And both of her husbands and her mother-in-law. How did they find out that she killed the, after the fact? She confessed. <gasps>
1: She was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I killed my mom, dad, and my sister. So
0: this led the community, like, obviously shook. Number one, that she was a witch. Because everybody was, like, hanging out with her every day. Number two, that she was into voodoo, and a ton of people were like, did she poison me at her restaurant? That time that I got sick when I went home did she poison me? Oh,
1: yeah. You can't attribute it to just, like, the shits. You're like, she poisoned <laughs> they
0: me. They were, like, shook, right? These ain't um, no bubble guts. <laughs> yeah. So Charles Adams was the special prosecutor in the case. Um In 1958, the trial began. One of the most obvious reasons, you know, when the whys started coming out was it was boiling down to life insurance. She had received about $50,000 per person.
1: So was she taking out the policies before she killed them?
0: I mean, yeah. Like, I had a life insurance policy before i met andre and then you do the beneficiary yeah but
1: that's what i'm saying i would think like my like certain family like why would i go to my sister and be like hey name me as the beneficiary in your life insurance policy and then
0: well if they don't like how
1: does that naturally come about
0: well so if it was a trickle-down effect right oh she
1: killed mom and dad first and then the sister and then and
0: then sister got money or whatever and then she would have been the next to kin if she wasn't married I'm, she sounds very smart, so... I mean, yeah. So I'm assuming she knew what she was not, doing.
1: She's not stupid. But I guess. don't really
0: know. I'm assuming it's next of kin when it's back then, but I'm not really sure. Okay. But, I mean, I wouldn't put a life insurance policy on in my sister. Like, for my sister.
1: Well, it's like the <laughs> it's like the Philadelphia Poison Ring. You know about them, right? Yeah.
0: But I mean, yeah.
1: That's crazy, just because they would like go to married couples and be like, "Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. hey,
0: <laughs> you want to do this? You want
1: to? You know how much you could get for your husband? Yes. The fact that they would actually like, we should do a whole episode on it. We should, because the fact that the women would be like, you know what?
0: You're right. Let's do I have this. Use a Let's do this. <laughs> okay, so fifty-one witnesses testified against her in court. Fifty-one. Wh- oh, because
1: user. everyone's like everybody in the whole. I town threw would, up like, that
0: one time. <laughs> um. One of the workers at the restaurant, who finally was able to testify in court because she felt comfortable enough, said that she definitely saw her put something in the lemonade and the buttercream. And then somebody also testified that they had heard her order the coffin for Marsha before she was even in the hospital. So she's not that smart. (laughs) Well, I guess she... Yeah. So there was no insanity defense angle whatsoever because she was just pure evil. like That's, yeah, clearly
1: premeditated.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: By the seventh time. She, she
0: was found guilty on all charges and then sentenced to death through electrocution. She would be the first white woman sentenced to this ever. After an appeal, the governor did say that she was considered insane and could Please not be executed. And then she was kept in the state hospital. Uh, she only died in the 70s.
1: So they just let her rot?
0: Yep. And her surviving daughter, because she never got to the last one. <sighs> Carla.
1: Survivor's guilt. Oh, my God. You she know Carla's, like...
0: disappeared and never came back to that town ever again. Never Carla? talked to anybody. Yep. Well, I mean, can you blame her? Never. No. But I'm just saying, like, she just disappeared off the face of the earth. So I wonder what Carla's real name is.
1: Or if her mom didn't somehow kill her.
0: Yeah. Find a way. Isn't that wild? Where there's a will, there's a way.
1: That is insane to me.
0: Well, and nowadays, like, you can't get away with anything, let's face it. Like, there's just no way. Yeah. You just can't. Um, I would never try and poison Andre because autopsies, DNA, all that shit's going to be done. So many. Yeah. Especially because we do have life insurance <laughs> policies, right? Like, I mean. It's like
1: the number, yeah. Well, and whenever, like, yeah, they always look at the spouse first.
0: Always first. So... Which, they're probably not wrong most I'm, of the time. Yeah, no,
1: it's definitely good reason. I just ah.
0: That's insane. There is no right way. There's no way ever, right, to kill a person. But nowadays, there's no way to get away with it. There really isn't. Like, no. It is so rare. But she got away. She's a serial killer. Well, because...
1: Yeah, well, yeah. So absolutely.
0: dad, mom, stepdad, sister, two husbands. And daughter. Yeah.
1: Seven, right? Yep. Yeah. Insane.
0: It makes you wonder, like... Who else? Maybe, like, say she did start experimenting with poison in the. So this is what
1: I was what I was getting at. How did like you said that she like confessed to these after the mm-hmm. fact, just because she was bored. Like, did they pressure her into it? Yeah. Like, so um to to your point, like, how many. But say you were other ones are there.
0: Say you were a pilot, right? Because they were next to the airport, and you came there on lunch. And she was experimenting with poison. That's what I'm saying. And you yeah. went home. Yeah, she would never know that she even killed you. Exactly. That's wild. That's insane. It is. Isn't that a good one? Uh, yeah, no, that
1: was really.
0: Good. I think it's wild when they like go to her house and find like spell bottles and candles and yeah, all that stuff and voodoo paraphernalia is how they how they describe it. And during the 50s, I'm sure that I'm sure that it was like. It, they knew what they were looking at. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there was something to signify like that. I was gonna that.
1: Say, it has to be an overt, like there were, there were sure. dolls or Or she was... told them that.
0: Uh-huh. But it's amazing to me that poison like was the driving force. Like, and well, there, there was so many different. If it ain't broke. Yeah. You
1: now worked the first four. seven times.
0: Well, worked the first four times and nobody, her husband yeah. didn't even know. Yeah. I could never kill my own kid, though. I think that's That's the... Husband's different because it's not family. I don't mean, like... I don't mean, like, I could kill my husband, but I mean, like, that's your own flesh. Like, you created that's your like, kid. That's like, weird.
1: And I, I I mean, I know it sounds kind of fucked up, but it's like, even, like, people killing their parents, it's like, your parents are supposed to die before you. Like, I mean, yeah, you're probably not supposed to be the one to take well, out your parents. From a parent's perspective, it's fucked, out, fucked up if your kid takes you out. Um, but yeah, to, from, like, a parent perspective, like... That's. I feel like isn't that like a circle of hell? Like, <laughs> no, isn't it? I don't know. Um, because it's like the the you've created you you brought that in. So who are you to
0: take it out? Because you're not God. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? Probably.
1: I feel like Thou that's. Shalt not
0: kill thy Is it the
1: seventh or the ninth? No, the ninth is the worst. I think it's the seventh circle.
0: You know much more about that than I do. I was just always talking. I used to, to be obsessed hell. with Dante's Inferno. Wow, you should, do a, you should do an episode that of that. Oh, I want to. Oh, we okay. should do a different episode for every ring of hell.
1: Oof, and, like, who would be living in those rings of hell? Oh, my God, that would be so fun.
0: That actually would be a good one.
1: Hey, you know this terrible person from history? This is what the what <laughs> circle of hell they are residing in.
0: That's a but good yeah. idea. Ooh, that's Thank fun. You. Yeah.
1: yeah. And we should play Infernal Pictionary. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to draw demons, and you're going to have to guess which demon it is.
0: I love that. <laughs> Fun. Um, I don't know what just made me think about this, but we were talking about demons. You know the one Buffy episode that haunts me to this day? Ooh, which
1: one? Dirk and Destad. Hush. Oh, really?
0: What were those things? Demons? The gentleman.
1: It's a fairy tale. It's an in universe fairy tale. I
0: did not like that at all. To this day, I picture the very first time I ever saw that in my head. Can't even shout, can't even cry. The gentleman. And when they go by the window. Oh
1: yeah. When Olivia sees them and she's like, "Ah!"
0: and saying mm-hmm. to this day that haunts the hell out of no, me. no
1: that one and the killed by death episode fuck people up the one with the Freddy Krueger looking guy with, yeah, the, yeah, with yeah. the eyeballs Yeah, he's creepy looking yeah
0: we should do a rewatcher series
1: I was gonna suggest that for Patreon
0: we should do a rewatcher series yeah, yeah. that would be really good it would be a lot of fun Charmed would be a great one I would.
1: I was just about to say we should do <laughs> Charmed first because I am one of those people where it's like Charmed is a very special place in my heart from what I mentioned on a previous episode yeah. my grandma introducing it to me Yeah, but I'm so skeptical of and it and
0: the podcast name
1: because of the Me. oh and yes yeah. absolutely um, but because of all the plot holes in Charmed and yes. just like how like yes. love is yes. to death, but how poorly written it is it
0: is it really is <laughs> and then like I lo- <laughs> one of my favorite parts of Charmed is like where they're like oh my god and it's they'd speak to you like you know what you're talking like you've been there the whole time Mm-hmm. And they just, like, write it in. Like, what's happening? They're like, oh, let's, you know, this bottle that I kept in here that was my mom's? It's like, what are you talking what, about?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh the reboot, though? Way worse.
0: It is. I watched, like, the first three episodes and I couldn't do it. I, I really loved... wanted, like, women's empowerment because, but.
1: Oh, they were so in your face with it. It was too much. That one, like, demon that, like, fed on misogyny. I was like, what the f-? Can we not? It was, like, the third episode. You women. Like, I was like, Please. oh, my God. I did, like, some of the things that they did with, like, switching up their powers. Well, and
0: I like, I like, like, I would really like a good person. Like, Goosebumps, right? Mm. The revival of Goosebumps is really good because it's very well done. Yeah. Like, as far as aesthetics, as far as cinema magic, mm-hmm. as far as acting. Like, that
1: with the, with the charmed property. Charmed. Yeah. I
0: would like it to be that. Yes. Like, Yes. Yeah. But people just keep doing revivals and they just make it worse. Make it worse. Like Harry Potter. I'm very. Are you
1: scared for that? The series? I I don't even
0: know if I can watch it. I really. When don't. is
1: it com- Is it soon?
0: Yeah, it's. I think in November.
1: Oh shit! That's like soon, soon. They
0: I mean, it makes sense. i will put it out before Christmas. Oh they
1: yeah. Do something. But what are they doing? A season a book?
0: They're doing like a series. Yeah. Based off of like.
1: Oh, they're gonna drag this shit out. Season one's are. gonna be probably like the first half. Because like of the I moment. don't
0: like the the Grindelwald. I don't like that. Oh, I, I didn't like I, those either. Me, because I—it's again one of those things that I don't get it. Where? How do we get here? Like, I don't in my brain. Dumbledore, Dumbledore didn't do any of that shit? It's weird. <laughs> 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 Crimes of Grindelwald is odd to me. Yes. I don't get it. Oh, you it. don't
1: like him as a gay man.
0: Oh, yes. you don't I like him in a gay relationship. That. Sure That's you what do. it's about. We just I, can't say of all, it because it's PG thirteen. The days, the days, and all of the Hayes. Okay, I love it all. But I—they were lovers. But I don't understand. That to me is future, not past. Okay, so. How it, they filmed it. It's odd.
1: I think way, why it's odd is because of the property that they're exploring that story. And they're exploring that property in a Fantastic Beasts new, like, you know what I mean? Like, but then they're shoehorning in this like Grindelwald Dumbledore to connect it to the cinematic universe that everybody knows because the property itself that f- Fantastic Beasts and whatnot like mm-hmm. you read you've, I know you I know you know what book I'm talking about it is... it's not a narrative no there's no story to it no nope. so they're shoehorning in this cinematic like you know what I mean my like,
0: mother-in-law is obsessed yeah with those and I just don't I guess like... that's why I've never liked it so most people either you like this one or you like that one you like you Fantastic like. Fantastic Beasts or Harry Potter? Yeah. And they don't. Really? Yeah. And I just don't. I don't get it. I do, why could we have not made Tales of Beetle the Bard? We could have made that. That would have been so good. Yes, that, that could have been, so been a series. Because I
1: totally agree with you. I was watching. Well, yeah, Crimes of Grindelwald, where it's like the who's the is it the is it the nephew or whatever, where mm-hmm. he's like an obscurus or something. Yeah. I was so confused I, about that whole thing. Every
0: time I watch that, because they definitely movies, drop
1: you into the middle of it, and they're like, "No, what? No." Every what's time going on. I watch
0: the movies, I'm like, "What are we talking?" about? You should know about? what's going on. <laughs> I should.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I was—I forget who I was. I was watching it with this guy I was seeing at the time, and he was like, "That's Voldemort." That's young Voldemort. Yeah. That's young Voldemort. And I literally Googled and I was like, that's not young Voldemort. No. You're even more confused because, Tom like, Tom
0: Riddle isn't even in the That's what I said. Movies. I was like, no, Tom Riddle is young Voldemort.
1: Like, that is, that's what's his, that's crazy Flash kid.
0: First of all, Dumbledore's, for you, whoever that guy was, is an idiot because if you even watch Dumbledore when he meets, Tom Riddle, that's what I said. they're not even close that's in That's what I age. said. I was
1: like, we saw young Voldemort. He's, He's Tom idiot. Riddle.
0: Like, I don't like him. I'm I don't even like Harry Potter him. and I know this <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we know why you don't, and that's okay. Well, I did read
1: all the books. Yeah, I was caught up in the... Hi- I, was a, I was I was. I don't kid. like the author, but... That's what I'm saying. Now you, that I know I don't support...
0: Unfortunately, I can't I can't take away my childhood. I can't. See... And I get, like, I get, but that for me in a small town was, it for oh. me, and I bonded with my mom so hard over the midnight releases of the books. She mm. would take me every time. That lady ripped a book out of somebody's hands one year that tried to get it from Walmart from her. Oh, I love that. We went to every showing at midnight. So it had,
1: like it, the like you can't it's take spend, it's my else, yeah. because
0: somebody's transphobic. <laughs> like,
1: no, 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 I get that. I think shit. for me, for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something a little problematic in mind. <laughs> I was obsessed with Buffy and Charmed at the time mm-hmm. when Harry Potter came out and i've learned this about myself as an adult yeah a male-centric story i don't like it i get it and i i only realized that at looking back i was like i think that's why i never really liked harry potter because it's a male-driven story (laughs) and i I just don't like it i don't like it
0: well was that a good episode for you that was fun okay that was a good one that
1: was a good one i was
0: like the more i kept reading about her i was like holy hannah she kills everybody. I couldn't
1: take the twist. I couldn't take... I did, was not seeing that twist coming with like, oh yeah, by the way, I killed my whole family.
0: Be- before I killed my family. Can you imagine getting, <laughs> getting away with that for years too in your brain, how that would like help... Uh, it makes
1: sense because that's why she felt so emboldened to kill her husband
0: and kill her next husband yeah, and, and kill her I daughter don't. because she was like, it's proven, honey. I couldn't live with myself every day of that. Like, what if somebody She's does, those, what is is what what gonna go. She's one of those, it, what an it an is what it is people. She's one of those, it is what it is She's an Aquarius.
1: Did you look up her birthday?
0: No. I, I'm i going to. I'll put it in the show notes because yeah. I really, she, I would, her astrological sign is probably, she's either a, a Leo an Aquarius or Scorpio. I'm going to bet money on it and then I'm going to put it in the show notes. I want to go out on a limb and say that Leo's a
1: problematic.
0: <gasps> Leo's my rising. <laughs> no, I know that. But I'm saying they can be
1: problematic.
0: I totally agree with that.
1: Because I think it's that big, bold out there-ness can go two ways.
0: They're big, bold out there, and then they require a lot of attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What well, you just whispered to me, I liked that. I know, right? That makes sense. I'll also, make sure that that's edited out. I bet the <laughs> one is too. Her little is a. Oh. Yeah. I think so.
1: No, no, I think she's a December birthday. Oh, even worse. Are Capricorns bad?
0: Some of them can be very. Oh. <laughs> oh so yeah keep your evil eye on (laughs) you we already know that you need to i was gonna say yeah that's that's that's, that's warded to the teeth so
1: (laughs) thanks for listening
0: guys yeah keep it creepy leave a like a comment subscribe lots of things in the show notes for this one and then um we'll see you next week yeah love ya bye a Semi Charmed Kind of Podcast is hosted by Ashley Williams and Kyle Yugis. Music credits by Chauncey Fortune and art by Decay Decor. Keep listening and keep it cryptid. We're
1: wrapped in